The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. And as you know, this debate about the GA Go app just will not go away. It was launched as a joint venture in December. Not a whole lot of discussion, certainly at the current pitch at least, was happening then. But it has now become a full-scale political, I'd say, maybe a crisis for RT and the GA, depending on what we see it. Both organisations have been asked to appear in the Oireachtas and explain the arrangement, the rationale, the choice of matches, the whole shooting match. So let's just see where it goes. But joining me now to discuss where we go in all of this is Fianna Fáil Senator Timmy Dooley and also Enda McNulty, who is the CEO of McNulty Performance, of course, former GEA Armagh player, motivational speaker and, and sports psychologist as well. Gentlemen, you're both very welcome to The Hard Shoulder. Timmy Dooley, if I can come to you first. I mean, this thing was launched in December. Not a huge outcry at that stage, but as the reality of it has come forward and people have seen certain matches that aren't free to air, it's now kind of gone in the other direction completely where there's calls to have every game put on free to air, which was never the case traditionally for decades. There was always ones chosen to be shown. So, so where do you think uh, the, the debate rests at the moment? Do you think Orty have more questions to answer from your point of view and do the GAA likewise? But I think there's two very distinct elements to it. Yeah, it was launched in December and it was launched on the back of principally on the back of the Sky Deal falling through. And when the Sky, which, by the way, I was against at the time, when the Sky Deal was launched, and again, when the, the most recent one was launched in December, the, the position that the GA took was that this was going to provide uh, an opportunity for Gaelic games to be showed, shown to a wider audience. They talked about the diaspora, and they talked in particular about um, those in the UK having access to the games. No one expected that critical and key games such as those championship, wonderful championship matches uh, that were on over the last couple of weeks, would be on or behind a paywall. So it seems now, when you look at it in hindsight, that what was presented as an opportunity to spread the game to a wider audience was really um, a Trojan horse um, for charging people to view the games. Now, the reality is the GA has been built around a volunteer base. People spend money every day of the week coaching their kids, getting their kids ready, buying them the case, getting through training, people putting massive voluntary effort into the GAA. This isn't like the FAI would have been, or not the FAI, but uh, the various different other sporting organisations around the world that are effectively large corporations. If you look at Formula One, yeah, that's pay-per-view. Some elements of soccer are paid for view. These are, you know, companies that exist. GA was always prided itself on remaining a voluntary sport. Players don't get paid. Um, it was at the heart of the community. And now what appears to be that you're actually depriving people in the community. There's plenty of reasons why people can't get to a game. I mean, the preferred option for everyone is to be at the game. Sometimes through ill health or through, you know, older age or whatever, they're unable to go. They'd like to be able to watch it on television. The reality is we don't have, in this country yet anyway, broadband available uh, through vast swathes of the countryside. So there are some people who are now completely deprived of good games. And there was always a precedent where, you know, the, the, the defending champions uh, in, 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 in the competition would be shown as part of the championship. So it, it seemed crazy for the Clare-Limerick game. And I'm not just saying that because I'm from Clare. It was actually principally because Limerick were the, 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 the All-Ireland champions that a game like that wasn't shown on RTE. But hang on a second, um, Timmy. In, uh, just just take, take this point for a second. RTE run their affairs they, the way they do. They are a, a semi-state body. They make decisions to show certain games, not show other games, put games on pay-per-view. Not put, 
is it really healthy to have all this big political pile on various senators and TDs saying you should have put this game on, that game on, we don't agree with you doing it this way, we don't agree with this charge. Like they made a decision, they formed a joint venture with the GAA in December, or certainly was announced in December. Yes, maybe it can be tweaked into future championship years, but should they not be allowed to get on with it, however unsatisfactory, without having every politician in the land saying you should do this, you should do that? No. There's, well, there's two issues to it again, as I said. I mean, but if somebody is suggesting that a Clare Limerick, a Cork Tipperary, or any mixture of those, including Kilkenny and others, wouldn't be highlight games, um, for sure there mightn't be a big audience for some of the, uh, what might be referred to as the minnows within the competition. And you could put that behind a paywall because it would assist people who, who, who can't get to the match and might want to see it. But key games like that... You yeah, know, okay, so, so you're, you're talking about the, the, cho- the choice I mean, of games. But yeah, would you? There's an issue. Uh, I'll come back there's to you in a second, Timmy, because I do have. Uh, there are two speakers on this one. I have Enda as well. Enda McNulty, uh, former armour player and sports psychologist. Enda, is your issue uh, picking up what Timmy says? The choice of games, so are, or do you have a wider principled objection to pay per view for GA matches more generally because they are slightly different things? For having me first, I was lovely to talk to you. Yeah. What I think Emmett very clearly about this is that. Let's just calm down for a second. There's been a lot of uh, huge sense of, as you say, crisis on this in the last couple of weeks, right? You, you use the phrase at the start, Emmett, it's emerged into full-scale crisis. I would actually do the opposite. I would calm everybody down, and I would think about this in three phases. A lot will not change for the rest of the season, and I'm sure Timmy would be in the same page as me there. You can't change a lot between now and the end of this season because a lot of the plans and production schedules and so on are already uh, completely locked down. And having done work with RT TV in the past, radio in the past, news talk in the past, you know that some stuff you can be very agile with and some stuff you have to be incredibly planful on because of the massive production costs and teams. So in phase one, the rest of the season, I don't think a lot will change. I think in the off-season, that's when there's time to debate, to consider, and to listen to all stakeholders. And then hopefully for next season, for all stakeholders, it's a better solution. And by all stakeholders, I mean, first of all, the fans. And I'm thinking about the fans like my father's age, who's in his late 70s, who hasn't missed a GA match hardly for 55 years, whether it's in person or on TV. Or even last weekend, he was over in Zurich visiting my brother and watching GA go. So when I think about the phases, I think about all stakeholders, the fans first and foremost, I think about RTE, I think about GAA Go, I think about, of course, the players. I've got a young captain of the Wexford football team sitting beside me here as I'm talking. His name is Liam Coleman. And I'm also finding out his perspectives. So Liam Coleman's perspective, he's saying to me that the players, by and large, would say there's positive feedback from the players about this because it gives them more exposure. They're excited about GAA Go. It allows players in the smaller divisions so do you feel, to get a bit more face Do you feel, ended that the, the consensus on this may be a bit false, that not everyone feels the way that like Timmy does and others? It sounds like you're, you're saying, hang on, there, there are a few strands in this that actually are positive. Well, let's think about it. Of course, there's positives to it, and there's other things we need to improve, but let's all be calm and have a measured approach to it, and let's be mindful of those different entities in particular, the fans that I do feel for, to be honest with you, is the fans who are not digitally mature or digitally savvy. Before I joined this call, I was on a global call with Amazon. The Amazon employees and leaders are unbelievably digitally savvy. But my father's generation, or my mother's generation, if she wants to watch the Ulster final 
and let's say it wasn't live on air, she would have no chance of downloading on Diego. Not a breeze how to do it. My mummy would say that. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, Emmett. No, I actually but sympathise. Uh, like, I just want to, any time I go home to watch any match, it <laughs> takes me about 10 minutes, about a half, to, uh, 45 minutes to find out what channel it's on. So I, I totally and utterly appreciate what you're saying. Unfortunately, we have to leave it for now. We'll, we'll come back to it either on this programme or later on others. But for now, thank you very much. You heard Enda McNulty and also Timmy Dooley, who is a Fianna Fáil senator. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.